In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Ijishesan, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. So the theme is the glory is there, right? And I told you in the morning that, okay, somebody help me grab my, my phone. I told you in the morning that, I told you in the morning, I hope I'm not messing up your video work. I'm okay. I can teach from here. Thank you. I want to be close to my children. I told you in the morning that the glory is meant to be seen in different mountains. Can somebody remind me the seven mountains? Okay. I will do a quiz. If I don't call you, don't say it. There are seven mountains, right? Okay. If you whisper, I will tell an angel to lay hands on you. The lane of an angel can be... Okay. Quiz time. Well, blessing time. So, okay, there are seven, right? So, when I come to you, that means you are supposed to tell me one of the mountains. Media. Media, okay. Seven minus one. Okay. Government and politics. Okay. Seven minus two. Education. Seven minus three. Okay, four. Okay. Arts and entertainment. Okay. Seven minus five. Four. So it remains three now. Okay, this is three. Tell us one of them. Business. Business. Business and commerce. So two. Let me ask this beautiful woman. She's very, very collected. She must know it. You are not around. Assert your spirit now. Dig it out of your spirit. So two. Remaining two, right? Religion. Religion. I was, that was what I was expecting first. Because that's actually the mountain from which every other mountain receives from. Right? Last one. Okay, who should I call? Call me. Call me. Call me. Call me. Family, put your hands together for her. So there are seven mountains. According to the research that was done in 1972. Yeah, I was one year old then. 50 years ago, Bill Wright and one other general, you know, met together, compared notes, and they realized God has been dealing with them about the seven mountains that God wants us to fill up as believers. And sad enough, most believers just stay in the first mountain, and they're like, they let the devil run. Uh, politics, devilish people. And that's how we got to where we are in this country. Because we left it for them. And they, they establish all their grassroots. Is it not true? My peer is a politician. I'm trusting God in a few years, the story will be different. God wants his children to run every mountain. Lift up your right hand and say, I run my mountain. By the way, who is confident that he knows he's a mountain here? You know your mountain? Of course, we know your mountain is can a woman be this religious and not know her mountain? She's religious. 
Okay, how many of you feels like you occupy multiple mountains? Yeah, some people just one mountain. Me, multiple mountains. Interesting enough, I'm in multiple mountains. And, you know, a lot of people have multiple mountains they've been called to, that they have passion for. I mean, have you ever met somebody who's just so passionate about the family structure? Education. For example, I mean, when I was leaving school, I went to the best school, by the way, so don't let me mention it. You should know it. God bless you. If you went to one of the other schools, you are welcome. So, <laughs> you know, it's one school and the rest. Why are you opening your mouth? You didn't, you didn't get the manual. Okay, be informed. Okay. Listen, when people said around me that they wanted to stay back and lecture, I used to look at them like, is something wrong with you? It has never crossed my mind. To lay le- what? It was, it was not a temptation. It was not a desire. It was just there. But you see some people very particular about education. I mean, is it possible that God has called you to influence that mountain? And listen here to me, no matter how unrewarding your mountain is, God will find a way to take care of you. Is somebody listening to me? I mean, for example, I'm in ministry, but I'm not in ministry because of the money that the ministry offers. But guess what? I'm well kept. I mean, don't I look it? I'm well kept. So, just because, I mean, listen, and don't confuse your job with your mountain. It's possible you have a job that is just paying you salary, but your mountain is what? Different. I'm not if you got it. But you must come to an understanding that the plan and purpose of God for you is to take over a mountain. Stand up and shout, I declare the name of Jesus. In this season, I'm responsible where my mountain is concerned. And I declare the name of Jesus. I take charge. I take dominion. I influence and impact my mountain. Come on, take three steps forward. Say, I take over. I take charge. And I dominate my mountain. You may be seated. That's what God wants for us. He wants believers that will be passionate about their allocation. God has an allocation for you. And he wants you to take it seriously. It's very, very important. Because until believers become responsible enough to take charge and take responsibilities, where different, these different mountains are concerned, we will we, we, we have mountains full of dark experiences. Let me give an example. Entertainment. Oh, yeah. Oh, those bad boys messing us up. The reason why they are messing us up is because we have irresponsible Christians who will not release contents that will frame culture. And... I'm going to be, and can I be real? The church is responsible. The church has failed us because the church for several years taught us that the only creatives we have are the ones that do drama for us and sing like you today. If you are not singing like that, forget you now. Why should you be singing for the devil? Now listen, can we be real? Stop that nonsense. Where do you work? 
Okay. Who has a job? You, you work somewhere? Where do you work? I work for TD Africa. TD Africa. TD Africa. Jesus International, right? It's just TD Africa. So when you are going to work, do you feel like I'm going to this secular work? Is that the way you feel? Okay. May you be delivered from that feeling. It's religious thinking. You are going to work. The art is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Is somebody's mind being renewed? In fact, that phrase, secular music, I don't like it again. Because it gives the people say, secular music, church music. Listen, gentlemen, God created the entertainment space. And if the church people, especially the ones called into the creative space, will not take responsibility to come to an understanding that some of them have been called to fill that space with the right content. Before you know it, your children will be booga, booga, booga all over the place. He said, don't seek it again, don't seek it again. And you, uh, listen, you can spank him, spank her, ladies and gentlemen, he's all over the air. Even you, you're already bugai. Without realizing it. How many times have you found yourself singing some songs and you're wearing, when did you, wonder, when did you learn it? <laughs> because it's all over the space. You went to your hairdresser, they were playing it. Before you know, you were moving to it. You unconsciously, it has filled your system because it has filled that space. And we have no excuse. We have people that have a potentially 10 times better. For every space, there are potential believers that have 10 times the capacity of what is dominating it. But because believers have unrenewed minds, they have left certain spaces for the devil and his boys to run. Politics. Come on, talk to me. Yeah. Even in some cases, business. Ah, no, I don't do business. Oh, I don't want to put my hand. Listen, and gentlemen, <laughs> me, these hands must get into real business. And I'm a businessman. I'm a preacher. And I do money. In fact, immediately after this meeting, I'm going to make some calls about some cool cash. Because I realize when I'm on mission, opportunities open up. Because apparently, he gave me a vision and he gave me channels to feed that vision. So, whenever I demonstrate commitment to that vision, those channels open up to the next level. I discussed with my wife a while ago. I said, why is it that whenever I'm on mission, that's when we sign new contracts more. And I'll be like, I'm not, I'm not available. I'm very busy. And they're like, we need to finish it now. Ah, it's like something is chasing them. Every time, to, it, it has started, ask my PA. Two of them are calling from UK. Okay, I will take care of them tonight. Just wait, wait. And they will wait. The reason why a lot of people have not been able to fulfill their vision is because their minds are not renewed. There's no way God will give you a vision for any mountain and there will not be channels to supply the resources to fulfill that vision. And interesting of the channels might not even be on that mountain. It might be some other mountains. And it's going to be like, can I prophesy tonight? 
it, can you stand up? I feel an anointing because after this conference, I see people coming into their own on a whole new level. Yeah. In fact, you know, God designed in such a way that the kind of money you will get from those journeys, it will look like this is not fair. Oh my God. I'm of you know what I'm talking about. Yes. What did I do? Like they were saying, you're like, mushi, mushi I didn't do anything. In fact, you'll be feeling guilty as you are signing the contract. I say, it's okay. But God is trying to say, focus on the vision. Yeah. Hey, it's my responsibility to bring the provision. But a lot of people have shut down their provision because of unrenewed mind. Can I prophesy tonight? I see God opening channels for you. Because of the assignment he has given you in certain mountains. Things will just open up. Things will open up. You know, I was with T.Y. This father slept in the house. She won't let me go. After ministry, I ministry from 10 to like 2. I said, Pastor, you can't go. You have to sleep. I said, but I have an accommodation. He said, you are not going. And you know, it was such a time of ministry. Some of you will think photography is a thing. No, it's music. God gave her the photography. <laughs> so that she won't do music for money. Uh, you didn't get it. Her primary passion is music. But it looks like, oh, he's, 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 photography is just like, it's okay. Well, I'm giving you this. So that you can end. But her passion is to be a psalmist. Tonight, whatever channel heaven has created to bring the resources that will allow you to do your vision, your purpose, to fill that mountain God has called you to, I declare, may the Lord open your eyes to see that channel. Sit down. Are you getting something tonight? I'm a living witness. Business, I mean, am I a full-time minister? Am I a full-time minister? Can something be more full-time than this? So if you are doubting, I'm very full-time. Extremely full-time. Rankings were wrong with the new. Over 40 campuses all over the world. And yet, I have some companies. It's not like I spent 20 hours, 30 hours a week. I just, God will just give me an idea. Say, yeah, set this up, set that up, set that up. And put this person in charge of this, put this person here. Let them be giving you reports. And those reports are very sweet. Because God said, I will take care of you. Paul said, at this hands, have they not taken care of, the, of, my, of, of myself and the people that labored with me? Was he not an apostle? But there's a religious mind. Okay. I just want to do one thing. Because you are still doing that one thing. But I will open up channels that will make it easy for you to do one that thing. Am I speaking prophetically tonight? But God wants you to be more responsible where the mountain you are called to is concerned. 
pay attention to it. Don't you anybody say pay attention to it. It's a prophetic instruction. It's not your regular instruction. Are you listening? To be effective in taking your mountain, you need to understand uh, the lifestyle of grace. Because you're going to take your mountain from the place of rest. Because the best of men is in their rest. Anytime you come out of rest, you come out of strength. The best product man has ever has ever come out of man. How many of you know that best product? Ah, Bible quiz. The best product that ever come out of you are thinking. Are you sure? Okay. I just wanted to test you. You got it, woman. How was she produced? Adam rolled his leaves. Stretch out, and the woman came out. God put him to rest. He put him to what? Sleep. And by the way, when I'm talking about rest, rest does not necessarily mean inactivity. But rather, spirit-directed activity. In other words, rather than exerting yourself in the flesh anyhow. You know, some people are busy, <laughs> but no results. God wants you to be effective. Effectiveness is when you learn how to follow the spirit primarily. Rather than just running all over, doing everything. Oh, everybody is investing in this thing. Oh, let's invest. And that's why some of you, there's a particular day I'm talking to, you have lost too many money. Because by the time you invest, that's when that investment is about to collapse. Rest. You live from the place of rest. Lord, what will you have me do? Okay. I'm not led to do it. I'm not doing it. But everybody is doing it. I'm not everybody. I have an identity. I'm a child of God. And I function from the place of what? Rest. But how can you rest if you don't know that Jesus has finished it? Hmm. Because the lifestyle of grace is a lifestyle that is so confident that I'm fine. Even when it does not look like it. Because according to the Schedule of God in eternity. A new creation is already fine. He's seated with Christ in heavenly places. Far above principalities and powers. The things you are scared of, he says you are far above it. So when it seems you are not fine, then you remind yourself, really, I'm fine. And there's a consciousness of that reality. That makes time to respect itself. When time comes to a realization that you are not going to bow to its lesser reality because you have a higher reality of eternity, time adjusts itself and says, Okay, this guy is not about to bow to us. With all the drama we are doing in time, is just seated in his eternal position with Christ far above principalities and power. So time says, let us respect ourselves and align with eternity. I don't know who I'm speaking to right now. Whatever you are dealing with is in time. 
Eternity says he said to it. As you adjust your position mentally to where your spirit is already settled, as you take your mind to the location of your spirit, <laughs> time bows out and says, okay, 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 I get it, I get it, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Why we look not at the things that we see, for the things that we see are temporal, for the things that we do not see. I, I'm telling somebody tonight, stop looking at time. See from eternal perspective. Maka sotobo. Makato shotaba. Time changes all the time. Eternity is fixed forever. Forever, oh Lord. Your word is settled in heaven. Because his word is in that realm of eternity. And that's where you as a new creation should function from. That place of rest. That is settled in the revelation of the finished work of Christ. He did not almost finish it. He finished it. And that's why I hate it when people teach faith from the, like, you know, faith is like you, you have 10% of what Jesus almost finished. Which 10%? You were so bad that you could not do anything for yourself. He had to do everything for you. So he said, it should have been me. Thank God it was not you. Because your blood would have been wasted. You were so messed up that if you shed your blood, your blood would have been in vain. Even the, the, high, the high priest, according to the order of Aaron, they will have to offer sin offering and for their own sin first. Because they were, humanity was that messed up. Humanity was so messed up that the only way to help humanity is for God to take the place of humanity in the, his mess and pay the price for humanity. So what you should be doing is focus on the one that loves you too much to pay the price rather than trying to fill up. Fill up what? You can't fill anything up. You are, you, oh my God. Are you that proud? You can't come to it. Anytime man is trying to offer his righteousness as, you know, God, can you see what I'm doing? Ah, it's pride. Don't to anybody say, don't be proud. Don't be proud. In fact, what you are offering is dirty. He said, your self-righteousness is like what? Please, I mean, respect God now. It's very... Feel you... How can you... What are you offering? It doesn't make sense. Lord, you know, you know, you know, you, you've been helping me. I've been doing better. You doing better. Do you know if not for the blood of Jesus, the best of us here will still be unacceptable. Can you lift up your hands and thank God for the blood? Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. The blood that cleansed us once and for all. Let me see. Can you wait please? Yeah. The blood that cleansed. Come on, lift up your two hands and say, thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you. Come on, get on your feet and say, thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. My minister tribe, I'm about to prophesy you into a whole new realm. Thank you. And the, God told me, he said, this new realm will come to rest. Hey, really cool. Turn to your neighbor say, friends. Say it in any language. English, Yoruba, 
Ibo, Edo, say friend. Yeah, okay. Say it until he gets it. She gets it. Say friend. I have a word of encouragement for you. In fact, it's also a word of warning. Don't stress in this new season. If you stress, what I will do to you? In fact, just don't stress. Come on, warn him, warn my one. I said, don't stress. If if I hear it that you try to hustle, hey, chakalaka, warn him, warn him, warn him. Say, if I hear it, pull like, he said, if I hear it, if I hear it, the Lord spoke to me, said, you are starting a new year as a tribe this weekend. Hey, Raka, if I hear it, Manta Satapapa, if I hear it, if I hear it, if I hear it, if I hear it, I speak as a prophet of God as you settle in God's rest. Things that you have chased for years will run you down in this season. of man is received to rest. Because rest is you respecting the sacrifice of Jesus. Oh, you, my God. Don't you feel it? It's, rest is the highest expression of worship. When you rest, God is excited. So, he really, she really believes that Jesus died and finished it. Ooh. Ooh, God say yes yes I'm impressed because that is faith Ooh. look at the way he's comporting himself in, in spite of all the things that is happening around he believes Jesus finished it ah. God is honored when you rest and there's a kind of honor that opens up your heaven and brings things to you. I declare in this new year you are entering to things will happen beyond your imagination. Yeah. Things that there was no way you could have imagined it. I, I, I see you coming into some places and you'll be checking yourself. Can you see what I'm doing? What am I doing? Am I dreaming? For when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, who are like them that dream, our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Hey! Is this me? That is what happens when man rests. What's going to happen to the children? Please, don't stop using your children as an excuse to sin. Because anytime you worry, what are you doing? Say it loud now. It's a sin. In fact, it's the highest sin. It's you saying, Jesus, you didn't really die. Your sacrifice, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't trust it. You didn't finish it. So let me worry. Turn to him and say, I command you. 
and I forbid you in this new year. Thou shall not worry. Come on, charge seven people. Thou shall not worry. Sit down, sit down. You know, growing up, there was this show. Probably most of us here were not born then. There was, that, in that show, I'm trying to remember. Is there the name of person or the name of the show? Why worry? I was old. Is anybody old enough to remember why worry here? Chai, am I that old? It was in the 80s or early 80s. Ah. So, okay. There was a man. I remember as a little kid. Why worry? That man was, was carefree. Why? Mr. Why worry? Why worry when Jesus has died? Why worry when his blood has been accepted? Why worry when you have a perfect mediator? Why worry when you already have a high priest who has gone on your behalf into the holy place, not the physical one, the heavenly one, who has offered his blood and his blood has been perfectly accepted. And now once and for all, there's an end to all sacrifice. Because one sacrifice was enough. And that's why the, the ironic priesthood was suspended once and for all. Because the priesthood according to Melchizedek, the priesthood of Jesus, took care of all the sacrifices that man needed. And that's why it's dangerous to practice remembrance of sin. Can I shatter some religious things on tables? Brethren, shall we begin to recollect all the sins we have done during the week? And begin to ask for forgiveness. It's dying down now. But when we gossip in the 80s, that every service, there's a remembrance of sins. <laughs> now, is this to encourage sin? No. But remembrance of sin, what it does is that, is that it weakens your new creation capacity. It says your sins will I remember no more. Now, you now devote a portion of your service to remember service. Go and read Hebrews very well. It says there shall not be no remembrance of what? Sins. When you remember sin, what it means is that your confidence in what the blood of Jesus achieved is shaky. Are you saying if I do something wrong, I should not confess? Did I say that? Listen, gentlemen, there's a conviction of the Holy Ghost that a believer has when he has not done the right thing. And that conviction is not to make him feel bad, primarily, but it's to help him overcome that challenge. The Holy Ghost is not interested in you feeling sorry and feeling... Uh, 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 uh. That's not the Holy Ghost. That's the devil, accuser of brethren. I remember I shared this recently, uh, I think during Grace Culture. I don't know if you watch Grace Culture. Okay, just a few people love me. I can see it. You know my children, they know me. Okay, during Grace Culture, I shared something on 
how I went to see the dry cleaner a couple of weeks ago. You too, you did not watch it. It's okay. You know, no, we see after the service. So, anyway. There was a center in Abuja. There was a view center in Abuja. So, don't even go there. You know my children and children know me. You man, you're inexcusable. So, as I was saying... <laughs> Jokes apart. So I walked into this dry cleaner's place in Chicago, and this man was just rude. I don't know if you have ever experienced a rude person. I looked at myself. Do I deserve this kind of treatment? He was just talking to me anyhow. I snapped. I snapped. Not much, but I just gave him small. Small. And technically, I think I have a right to snap. But you know, as I was coming out of that place, a conversation began within. But you did not have to respond that way. Although what he did was wrong. But you know, you have capacity than that now. You don't even know what was wrong with him, why he was, maybe he needed to be prayed for. Like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that was it. So the next time I saw the man, I acted like he never did what he did. Just like, hello, how are you? And we just chatted and laughed. And I walked away. I said, okay, I'm growing. That's how the Holy Ghost works with us to help us to overcome infirmities. No true condemnations. The spirit of God is not the spirit of condemnation. I said, can you see yourself? And you call yourself a Christian. Is that the way a Christian should talk? That sounds like an accuser of brethren. There's no such department under the ministry of the Holy Ghost. He's an advocate, not an accuser. He pleads your case. Hey, this is a lawyer. Is there no difference between an accuser and an advocate? Does an advocate support, defend, or go against you? The advocate will never go against you. An advocate can put you aside and say, no, 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 don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, uh, my, 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 uh, my, my Lord, uh, uh, and he, he's still defending you. That thing that makes you feel so bad that all day you, you are crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not only spirit. I don't know. Maybe it's a spirit from the village. <laughs> I don't know. The spirit of the ancestor. I don't know. <laughs> but it's not only spirit. The only spirit just made me to cry all day. I was just feeling bad. No, no. Why did I do it? Don't know that one. That one sounds like a dead spirit. It's not, there's nothing only about that. It's spirit that will pull you down. Can he correct? Yes. He corrects, he instructs, he directs, he guides, he teaches you to get better. He shows you how to bring forth fruits of righteousness. But it does not put you in condemnation. There's now no condemnation to them that in Christ Jesus. And anything that focuses on remembrance of sin ends you up in a place of condemnation. And do you know what it does? It reduces your capacity to receive. 
And without faith, it's impossible to please God. God, anything that discourages faith is not from God. Because God is for faith, not anti-faith. And remembrance of sin is anti-faith, not for faith. Come on, am I preaching well? So, in this season of rest, walk with the Holy Ghost. He will help you with your infirmities. He will direct you. He will teach you. He will guide you. But don't be sucked in into religion. Asking for forgiveness. Every two, two minutes, Lord, forgive me. I don't even know what I've done. The unknown sin. The known sin. The hidden sin. The un- I mean, some of us, how many of you got, got born again in that, that kind of environment? Even confessing since you have not confessed. <laughs> since you have not you have not you have not sinned you ask for forgiveness in advance lord as i'm about to sin <laughs> please forgive me in in areas is it areas of, <laughs> in advance lord i plead your blood over areas sin over advancing come on <laughs> non sin or non sin eating sin cover sin the sin that is eating my soul in the one under my liver and the kidney i mean just Perforating yourself with sin everywhere. <laughs> the sin I committed in my dream. <laughs> the one I was thinking and the one I was not thinking. Ah! <coughs> the one that tempted me and the one that did not tempt me. Why? Hemesy, sin. <laughs> because it seems that's some people's degree. And that does not make you better. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. God is watching yourself. New Year resolution Christianity. Have you, has anybody tried it before? Please don't lie. Don't lie. If you have tried it, wave, you, wave your hands. How successful are you? One week. That one week. It was a week of, of sadness and depression. Two of us. Very true, Lord. Lord, don't let me sin this year. Don't let me sin this week. Is a lie. You cannot watch yourself effectively. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Jesus is your focus, not you. You don't focus on your weakness, on your sin, on your, on your strength. You focus on Jesus. And as you focus on Jesus, guess what? You are strengthened from within. Because if you keep on seeing Jesus, guess what? You will imitate Jesus. And you will start looking like Jesus. Wow. Rest. Somebody shall rest. Prophetic tribes. Somebody shall rest. I think I just gave you a new name in this session. I just kept on hearing it. Me, I will say it to prophetic tribes. Shout rest. I have a message to preach, but God will not let me preach it. He said, tell them they have entered a new season. And this season is a season when things will happen with ease and speed. As they rest in Jesus. Stand up, everybody. I hope you are impressed that I can still preach. I promise you next year I will do better. And now I'm coming tomorrow. You get the message. As children of my loins, I declare there will be nothing that you will deal with in this new year that you will not have capacity to overcome. The grace of God that overwhelms infirmities 
we define your new season. Wherever you failed until now, I declare by the Spirit of God, you will excel extraordinary in this new season. You will excel maritally, financially, in the different mountains you are located, in your cities, in your nations, in your spaces, in your community. I will not hear evil where you are concerned. You know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm your head's covering. So if anything happens, it tells me. And I'm not planning to hear anything evil where you are concerned. We don't bury people in our family. People don't die anywhere. We're not chicken. We have a covenant of longevity. We stay strong until we are done. Hey! Oh, you didn't hear me. I said we stay strong until we are done. I declare every assignment of evil where you are concerned. I cancel the year. Whatever made you cry in this past year, in this new year, I declare you we celebrate where it's concerned. There will be continual shout of joy in your homes. You are not permitted to mourn. I've pastored for 20 years in Chicago. We have never lost a child in children's church. You know, it don't know me. Ushelleri. Is that not a good record? And I've only conducted two funerals. Is that not a good record? Even those two, I'm not too happy. <laughs> because in 25 years of ministry, I rarely bury people. People don't die anyhow. With long life, will you start? I declare I extend this covenant to you. And I declare... You are not permitted to die anyhow. Even if you do foolish thing, you will not die still. It's not a permission to be foolish. But I'm saying, I, I refuse to give permission to death where you are concerned. I rebuke it. I rebuke death, retardation, stagnation, revolving around the same cycle. I will hear good news where you are concerned. Yeah. You know, you know, in Europe they say, "My go, you are Something I'm about to prophesy over somebody now. This is strong. Something will happen to you. I don't know the you, but you, somewhere you, it will be so mega that the head of your tribe will have to call me and say, "I need to report this one." Yeah. Oh my God! I said. There will be a good report where you are concerned in this new year. You know, God gave us a good report in Chicago this year. The kind of report that is not possible not to hear it if you are around me. A couple so dear to my heart who have done uh, IVF and the other one, inter-utrina insemination, like 12 in three continents and it all failed. 
Asia, America, Europe, I mean, Africa. Failed severally. So they did another one sometimes last year and he failed. And he pinned me in this one because it was in Chicago. Ah, ah Chicago. University of Chicago. Ah, ah. So I said, I'm coming to your house. And the husband said, ah, no, wow, don't come. Oh, we come. I said, in this pain, you will still come. He said, ah, no. Daddy, don't come. I will come. So he brought ah, the wife to the house. My wife and I were just waiting for them. The moment they opened the door, we jumped in. We hugged them because I felt their pain. There was compassion all over me. I can't even call it the anointing. It was just that compassion. And I put my hands around the wife. You know, married for 11 years. Gone through 12 processes. In fact, there was one that was so complicated, they gave her expired drug. That now resulted into, I mean, 11 years, a junior sister that married, that she's like seven years older than that, given like two or three children. Ah! I put my hands around her and I felt the pain. And out of compassion, her name is for me. I said, For me, for this that the devil did. Ah! I said, We will strike. I said, We will strike twice. I didn't even know I was prophesying. One part of me was speaking out of compassion. The other part of me was trying to make her feel good. I said, oh, we strike back. Say for me, look at me. Who oh, will strike back? In fact, who oh, will do twins? A boy and a girl. And she smiled a little bit. That was what I was looking for. I thought I got it. But what I got was more than that. It's just that I did not realize. Two months ago, I dedicated their twins. A boy and a girl. I even named them that day. I was comforting. I said, don't worry. We, we, we do two. We'll call one Otito. And we'll call the other one Ododo. I was just trying to be funny. I thought I was prophesying. Don't joke with the word of a prophet though. I was prophesying. I said Otito and Ododo. Which means truth and what? Righteousness. And she smiled a little bit and I, I felt like, oh, I've, achieved, I've achieved something. I've achieved something. You might even know them. They went to Bangkok. Both of them. And she smiled a little bit. And they did their 12th year anniversary this year. With two twins. Beautiful babies. A boy and a girl. It was Just last month, the mom, the grandmother turned 60. And that was the day they are 60 months of their birth. So she carried them. Say, I'm 60 years old. And my grandchildren are six months old. It felt good. We struck back. Wherever the enemy has attacked you, has embarrassed you, has denied you, I declare for your shape, Receive double honor. For your disappointment. Receive double promotion. With ease and by rest. I see you taking over everywhere. Go forth and dominate. Rule over the gates of the enemy. Jump up everybody.
Lift up your hands. Rejoicing will not cease in your Please listen, don't mess with the word of a prophet. You know, something happened that son this past Sunday that made me, you know, for, for lack of better words, fear myself, fear my words. Last year I was preaching for my pastor at their convention. I preach every year. So I was preaching in Baden Global West Church last year. And on the last day of my session, I just said, you know what? Next year, I'll be back with Ducey. And everybody Maybe for the first two weeks, I tried to watch over that word. I can't even remember what I talked with. And Ducey is my boy. We talk all the time. And, you know, since I'm not God, I'm not an expert in watching over the word. So what did I do? I forgot. And I moved on. But God did not move on. Because apparently, he just borrowed my mouth to make that declaration. So I moved on. Fast forward. This year convention, I was preaching. So they scheduled me for Friday. But all of a sudden, the person that was supposed to preach on Sunday got a schedule for Sunday. So they called me. Said, sir, something came up. I asked our guest for, 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 for Sunday had some challenges. He had a double scheduling. And we want to find out why is it me they are finding out from? Why not someone else? Apart from that, I'm the one coming from America. They should respect my schedule. But it's me. He said, hey, do you mind if you flip with him? I said, for some reason, I just, normally my schedule is always tight. I think Sunday is still open. It's okay, I'll give you Sunday. I say, thank you, Zao. It's okay, we appreciate it. And I moved on. Last week, Saturday, I was still in Lagos in my house. And my phone rang around 10 p.m. Ah, Dusi, this boy has come again with his wala. Stop. Hello, Dusi, you. You came to America. I was, I was fashion. I said, you came to America. You did who come. He said, ah, no. It's me, it's William Mandua. I'm sorry, sir. I said, you came. He said, ah, I couldn't even enter his store to buy one thing for my son. I said, you, you came to I was just fired. He said, Dr. K, now you know, now understand. And I said, are you in Ibado? I said, ah, why are you asking me? Am I in Ibado? He said, because I'm in Ibado. I said, no, I'm coming to Ibado tomorrow to preach. He said, I'm already in Ibado. Ah, what are you doing in Ibado? 
He said, ah, I'm doing a crusade with uh, uh, Pastor Kumuyi. Uh, when is your crusade? And he says, 4 p.m. tomorrow. He said, me, I'm there at 10, 10 a.m. Oh. I said, doctor, no. I said, no what? He said, come, my friend. He said, ah, doctor, King, I'll come and see you. I said, come and see me. Come and see me there. I just dropped the phone. I'll see you tomorrow. Like, I, because I was not really serious about it. Was I looking forward to him ministry with me? Not really. I just wanted to see his face because I've not seen him since that open heaven incident, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about since that open heaven incident. <laughs> We've not seen, so I said, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the open heaven season. So. <laughs> So, so I dropped the phone and I, I just left off. And I didn't, I didn't even follow up. Am I God? Why should I be watching over her? Well, God that was watching over his word. And you know, Duzik can be very stubborn. So he said, after he dropped the phone, he said, ah, Dr. K wants to set me up again. I won't be set up. So he made sure he slept late. This was his confession the following day. So that he will wake up late. And by that, he will have an excuse. He said, ah, so he woke up on time. And when he woke up, the Lord told him, he said, dress up. And he was fighting it. So my PA was testing, where are you? Dr. K is expecting you. So he now sent the test to Dr. K. Tell Dr. W, they should not give him the microphone. God bless my PA. He did not even forward the message. <laughs> he just kept the message. I was already preaching. So towards the end of my preaching, I just said, I might have a gift for you today. They were wondering, I said, do you you got the script? So a few minutes after I said that, he walked in. He walked in. Oh, people saw him, they were happy to sing. So, of course, the expectation of everybody was that he would sing or whatever. So I said, I'm going to call Duzi forward and give him the microphone, but no pressure. I'm not asking him to sing. I just sense that there's something that the Lord will have him do. So I gave him the microphone. I, mean, I was not trying to set up. I was just obeying God. I gave him the microphone and I went to sit down. Did I ask him to sing? No. I just gave him the microphone. Anyway, the same person that said, I don't want to do anything, did not give me that microphone back until one and a half hours time. Wow. I've never seen a minister like a minister that day. He prophesied so many things that I can't go into the details. And the pastor reminded me, Sir, you remember you promised us last year that next year, Dusi will be with you. I wish I can. Buga, you know, I say, yeah, I told you. I told you. I told you. I told you. I'm a man of integrity. When I, when I, you know, that's how we roll. You know, you got me? You know, you feel me? You know, I couldn't Buga because I didn't watch over that word. But apparently, it was God speaking. I declare in the name of Jesus every word of God over your life. No matter how distant it might feel. It's a word. Listen. God's word has leg. He does not need you to carry him. That word will walk into your life in his due season. The Bible says, and the word over Joseph, when his word came. How did he come? He walked in. 
I declare the word of the Lord over your season. We call, we become your manifestation in this season. Are you ready for manifestation? But remember, it comes through what? Rest. No hustling. No stressing. And concerning Nigeria, the word of the Lord is love over Nigeria. That's, that's, remember, remember, that's it. He that seated in Evusha. What is the Lord saying concerning Nigeria? Uh, is it obedience? It's non, it's non obedience. He that seated in Evusha laughed. Didn't tell me who will become the president. But he told me, he said, I will have them in derision. Why do they didn't rage and the people imagine the vain thing? Uh -huh. Let them plot whatever they want to plot. They think they are, they think they are smart. But he that seated in heaven shall laugh. God told me, he says, I'm already laughing. So join me in laughter over your nation. <laughs> so if you are going to intercede, end your intercession in laughter. <laughs> Concern this Niger matter. I'm going to say this. God told me, he said the reason why stars failed was because the new Nigerian prophecy is a prophecy of the spirit and it cannot be battered with the arms of flesh. The agitation of men is not enough to bat my will. And by the way, there, is an, there was an agenda to answers. You might not know. That's for another day. But God told me, he said, new Nigeria is coming and it will come on the wings of the spirits. It will bat it. As the Annas and the Simeons of our generation. Watch over the word of the Lord over our nation. As we sing over our nation. As we laugh over our nation. We will see a new nation emerge. As, as Zion as soon as I on travel, she brings forth. I said the pattern of a new nation. Oh, I said I see a pattern of a new nation. Nigeria is not a failed state. Nigeria is not a distressed state. Nigeria is a nation of prophecy. Thank you, Jesus. So we love over Nigeria. We declare the heart is the Lord and the fullness thereof. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.